Welcome to Have a Listen, the podcast. National Development Program, Cole Caulfield. Welcome to the show. It's your boy, Lewis. It's your boy, Gibby. And it's your boy, Vincenzo. How how y'all doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Listen, I'm good too. Is this show bi-weekly or is this weekly? You tell us. You two tell me. It's, I was ready to okay, pod last week. It's kind of my fault because I'm traveling a lot for work, so I, I apologize in advance. Vinny, I, do you not get Wi-Fi on the plane? I mean, yeah. Yeah, we could have so just called Yeah, we're going to try and have to call you. You got to call in because it's, uh, it's enough It's going to sound enough. like, it's going to be like, hey, guys. But actually, wh- I'm driving next week, so I can actually call you from the car. Okay, That's perfect. Because, you know, our fans are, are hungry. And they need us right now. I mean, they need, they need positivity in their life. Yeah, they need they us do. right now. Um, but yeah, so how was your trip? Yeah, it worked, man. I mean, we had some good times, though. I, I, I uh, did, Didn't we WhatsApp a little bit and have some fun? Yeah, it was yeah. a good time. I was around here and there. Yeah. Well, you and I did. I was busy. Yeah. I was busy. Lewis, Lewis we, we, I gave Lewis a spanking before you got here. Uh, he needs to. He needs to. He better yeah. shape up. I've been busy. New job. I need a man. New house. That's all I've been dedicating my time to. It's just that's it. So, it's life. It's Ad- life. Boys. Admiral. I'm a big kid now. <laughs> um, Gibby's got a stag coming up. I do. Should I announce it? Are our listeners allowed to come? Yeah, as long as you aren't delinquents. There. Males. Any male. Yeah, male. Um, you got male. Six foot three. Hung. Dark skin. Hung. <laughs> Eight to nine inch. The minimum. We're looking for 15. Uh, you're all welcome. Sure. Preferably no stretch marks because <laughs> you have hell? to wear a Speedo. <laughs> all right. That's enough of that. All right. No, but yeah, Gibby's got a stay coming up. So uh, listeners, I mean, get in touch with me. Have a listen. I think I'll I'll respond eventually. <laughs> it might take a few days. After the stack. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, stag. you just missed it, bro. But if Sorry. you guys are in the GTA area and you want to come party and you want to send off Gibby, it's going to be a really nice gentleman's dinner with games and women and prizes. It's going to be a really good time. So, yeah, give me a shout. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll check your background, criminal <laughs> background check, and screen yeah. you and see if we can sell you a ticket. Yeah, yeah, I'm there. Okay, so, uh, and also it could be like a meet and greet. Yeah, it's like a meet and greet. You can finally meet the faces behind the voice, and you guys can we can have some drinks with the uh, with the Habilis and boys. It'll yeah. be a good time. Yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, maybe we'll like even uh, we'll <laughs> we'll auction off the VIP experience. <laughs> <laughs> Someone gets to be by our side all night. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a terrible experience. 
<laughs> uh, that's a good giveaway. We we have no giveaways on the show, so that could be one. Yeah. No, that's not true. We had a jersey giveaway a few times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the past. Yeah. When we were trying to make it, but we made it. So yeah. we don't need to do that stuff we, no we more. We got ten listeners. Now. We don't yeah. gotta buy our listens anymore, Gibby. Yeah, okay. Um Family Day long weekend. How was it? Um it was good actually. Uh it wasn't too bad. Uh spent some time with family, obviously. Uh, I went skating with the fiance uh, at Gage Park. I saw that Brampton. Gage Park. Did you yeah. wear your bulletproof vest? No, I didn't. <laughs> it was actually really nice. No, it's there. a nice part of Brampton. It's actually a really nice spot. Uh, a lot I've of been lights. there a few times. Yeah, it's, the ice was kind of kind of soft, so we didn't stay too long because Gibby's knees are rough. Um, yeah, man. Other than that, uh, hung out at home. Um, dude, I uh, I'm into a show that you guys are going to probably chirp me about. But uh, I'm into it, man. It's called Love is Blind. It's, okay. it's a fantastic show. It's about basically it's like 20 people, uh, 20 females, 20 males. They're uh, blind. No. Oh. So <laughs> they, don't, they don't meet the – it's, it's a dating show. You don't meet them. You don't know what they look like. Is it they, a reality TV? It's a reality oh. TV show. Man. They go into – Come on. Uh, you had me. Yeah. I was going to give it a chance. So they go in, oh. it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. They go into like these oh. things called the pods. What? They do reality TV now on Netflix. Yeah, and actually they're releasing new episodes Weekly, tomorrow. Right? Every the, yeah, they release three episodes every every week, um, and it's it's crazy. So basically, everybody goes into these pods, and you try and find love. You're like you have three weeks to find love, and they ask each other to like you ask. They actually ask them to marry them. Like, and they it's crazy. It's a, it's just a crazy. It's a, I don't know. I I'm interested. Oh, getting getting married is crazy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I haven't learned that. You two should know that. But um, yeah, man. Honestly, it's a really cool show. You know it. I'm, I'm telling you, there's no like. I know, like, okay, there's the, people make the jokes, but for me, like, there's no real difference in marriage. Like, really. Okay, it's a little different for you right now, though. Well, but that's what I'm saying. For you, it's not going to change. You're still going to live with your fiance. Yeah. You still live with her already. So what's going to change? Yeah. You know, like nothing's going to change. That's just true. a piece of paper that says you're married now. Nothing will change for yeah, you. But she might go on a power trip. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, right? Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Like, yeah, I mean, there's not really much. I, for me, like, there's not much that has changed. Like, okay, yeah, now we're, I'm a homeowner. and Yeah. I, like me, like I find ple- like it's so weird because now I just find pleasure in like going to the hardware store and like buying a it's new tool. It's fun, man. I like yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> for the house or buying something for the house. Like that's all it's about now. Like you know what I mean? It's just always like, oh, this is good for this, or yeah. oh, let me add this to my tool collection. And the sad thing is, is I had to start f- from scratch. You know, because it's yeah, not like I'm gonna bring to- all my tools with me, <laughs> and I haven't been able to drive down, yeah. so I can't bring nothing. So literally, I had to start my whole tool collection from scratch. That's what I did. But you know, when you have kids, that's the real game changer, man. That's I, the game changer. That's I, the real game changer. For me, like, that's what I did this weekend is just chill with my kids, man. We yeah. played, we played, what do we do? We played uh, Nintendo Switch. I wrestled my boy a few times. He won. You guys, you no, went he on won. A, this, this past weekend, didn't you, because I'm pretty sure on WhatsApp, didn't you say uh, you binge watched something? What was it? I binge watched something. You and your you and your son. You watched like a show or something. Oh, what was it now? What are you talking about? 
Oh, man. It, it was like Pokemon or something. I don't know. You watched something. Uh, that was a couple of weeks ago, Pokemon. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I smoked too much weed, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, you lay off the edibles there, Gibby. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, okay, bad. guys. Let's what talk. about you? All right. Okay, All right. yeah. For me, actually, my parents came and they visited my house in uh, in New Jersey. So they came for the weekend. We had like, I had my in-laws over on the Saturday. So I had like a whole family function at my house. It went smooth. It went good. It was so funny. I, I won't. I'll tell you guys off the mic what was so funny. <laughs> I can't say that on okay. the mic. But uh, yeah, no, it was good. It was a great weekend. It, like I said, it was nice having my dad around because helpful. I, yeah, I just I need that extra help, and especially like the summer is when like the most work needs to be done, like the backyard and the front yeah. yard. So, but inside the house has really come together. So I'm I'm happy about that. Um, but yeah, let's move on here. Today we're going to talk about some stor- sports stories of the week. Uh, trades. Returning players from the Habs, they return from injury. It's time to face the music, guys. It really is. So so we're going to talk about what's next for the Habs. we got a Gibby's Pole Dancing Pole Question of the Week and a returning segment in the latter part of the show. <laughs> I won't tell you what it is. Uh, Vinny will be a first-timer in this segment. Uh, but, yeah, let's uh, get into our sports uh, news stories of the week. <laughs> So, this is not a new sports news, but this, it is a news story. A resident at a Japan nursing home was named the world's oldest living man at an age of 112 years, 344 days. Oh, I'm tired. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Did he... Uh, Guinness World Book of Records? No, it's not a Guinness World Record. No? He, he's just the world's oldest living man right now. At 112, 344 days. Japanese. I mean, it's, if it, he, he, looks pretty, he looks pretty healthy for 112, to be honest. You saw him? Yeah, I saw his picture. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I sent it to you. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> don't take credit. Come on. Oh, did you? I'm yeah. Going, yeah, I sent it to you. I oh, you never man. check your WhatsApp, man. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's just a... Ball apple or die, you know. I'm, I'm I gotta stay true to the apple, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, congrats to that guy. Uh, a Texas fisherman said it took him about 30 minutes to reel in an alligator, um, it was measuring about seven feet five inches long and weighing in at a staggering 190 pounds. Okay, that's an alligator. That was an alligator, yeah, that's what they sound like. Come on. I swear. I actually I actually <laughs> never knew when like that's crazy. Yeah. I thought that was Chewbacca on the on the can. <laughs> <laughs> what the what is that? I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, seven feet five inches long. Wow. That's a scary gator. That's my height. <laughs> <laughs> In my pants. Whoa. Seven point five. Ladies, okay. ladies, ladies. Um, yeah, crazy alligator. Cool. Uh, uh, New York Yankees outfielder. This is a funny story, guys. Brett Gardner filed a petition for an order of protection against a fan who has stalked, harassed, and menaced him. So Gina Devashayam is her name. She claims that Gardner sends her sexual signs with his eyes, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Up to bat. Uh, she filed a countersuit requesting that the order be d- dismissed uh, right away uh, so she and Gardner can have children together. <laughs> yeah. That is... Yeah. F- I will look for you. 
I will find you. Yeah, dude. And I will kill you. That's scary <laughs> as shit, man. Yeah, that's something like <laughs> scary. He, that's some serial killer says, shit. Yeah, she says that he's gonna be his uh, future like wife or husband, whatever. <laughs> that's wild, man. That's serial killer shit right there. That's some crazy stuff there. But poor Brett Gardner, like, like <laughs> he's sending her. He's sending me sexual signs. I can see it when he's at the bat. Way he strokes that bat before he hits the ball. <laughs> puts the tine, the pine tar on the way he puts it on. I know what he's. He does it exactly like when I put on my Aveeno cream. He, <laughs> we just we just connect. <laughs> That's crazy. That's some psycho stuff. Um, Houston Astro owner apologizes, but still insists that that the cheating had no impact on them winning the actual games and winning the World Series. But he did apologize. Okay. So wait a minute. He, he- cheater, cheater, Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I just I want to understand loud. something. So you you apologize for something that you think you didn't Doubles do. Doubles down. Well, right. he knows that it happened, okay. but he said he wasn't involved, right? So he's apologizing for what had happened within the organization behind his back or whatever. So he apologizes oh, for that. I mean, no one is denying the scandal. They're just now what is happening is that he no they can't deny it anymore no they can't he, deny it so no. so he he just apologized for for what has happened but he still thinks that it played zero part in them actually winning they should just the World Series give the World Series to the Expos that's it <laughs> do it All right yeah. do it why not yeah not that is the idea. best way nobody nobody gets hurt because yeah I mean yeah <laughs> I mean they would have won in '94 right yeah 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 I I yeah I'm in I'm down. Let's uh, let's get the petition going, guys. All right, man. <laughs> let's get, get the expos of the ring. <laughs> um, Mike Bolzinger, poor guy, uh, former Blue Jay pitcher, he's suing the Astros for ruining his MLB career. So he got lit up by the Astros um, <laughs> in a game while he was yeah. pitching for the Blue Jays. Actually, he never returned. Yeah, and he and he was then assigned to the minors, and then he uh, he was let go, and he hasn't landed on his feet since. So literally, he blames the Astros and the sign stealing for ruining his career. Like this guy came in there; he's a guy looking for a regular spot. He got lit up. He has a case, especially now with the allegations and all the stuff th- going around. Right? I mean, listen, like it's like people don't realize, like like in Bolzinger's case, it's a perfect example. Like he's never come back; he's never been able to land another job, and. It's just so convenient that the team that he pitched against last was the team that is part of the scandal. So there is correlation there, and he, I think he does have a case. It's just a matter of uh, how good his lawyers. Yeah, and I think that, no, it's good that this is happening. I think at, at worst, I think an MLB team will give him a chance, seeing what happened. Like, so I think w- some team will give this guy a shot, mm-hmm. seeing what happened. Like, come on, you have to. MLB team's got to. If, even if I'm the Blue Jays, I'd give him another shot again. Just c- come to camp and prove yourself. Maybe this can, you know, maybe y- he deserves another shot. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Vinny? No? no, no not, not your area of expertise. No, no, no. I'm down. I'm down. Okay. You're down? I'm down. You're down for what? I'm down for whatever you're saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Masai Ujiri, he's getting sued in civil court by the officer who he allegedly shoved in the lead-up to the championship celebration in Golden State. So you guys heard about that? Yeah, that's wild. 
Yeah. I mean, first of all, there's there's no criminal charges that could have been charged mm-hmm. against him. That was dropped. So now this guy's trying to take it to civil court. And I well, mean, you money. should hear his claims. Oh, he, he's like embarrassed or whatever. Like his, he, he, his chest. And like he's just claiming all kinds of crazy yeah, stuff. The embarrassed part I get because as a, a law enforcement officer, maybe your reputation is like, oh, you yeah. got pushed by a guy and you couldn't do nothing or whatever it was, right? But I mean... He didn't really get like it's not like Buddy beat him up. Yeah, I mean he just told him, "Hey, get out of my way, man! I'm trying to celebrate with my team." Right? Yeah, it's it's such a silly thing. Like, just give it up, bud. But it's good for give us up, because bud. that means maybe with the heat on Masayu Jury, yeah, New York Knicks won't try to steal him from us. Yeah. <laughs> Antonio Brown, he's back in the news, and he apologized to Big Ben on an Instagram post. Um, he said, "Never knew how good he had it." Mike Tomlin also came out today and said that they're willing to help Antonio Brown, but they don't want to sign him. Yeah, of course. Vinny, our in-house Pittsburgh Steelers insider. Take what do you got to say? Insider. Jesus. Uh, you know inside what? Inside her. Inside her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I wish. Um, so Antonio Who's Brown. Who's her? I don't know. Antonio? Don't, don't, no. Antonia? Antonia. She's a very nice. Um, you know what? I found the gesture pretty cool that he did that. You know, I'd like to have some offense back because we have a good defense in Pittsburgh. I'd give him a second chance. I mean, I know I make I made fun of him a lot of times, but I would take him back. I know you would. Yeah. Everybody, all the Pittsburgh fans would take him back. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like you miss him. Well, yeah. he was explosive, man. And, and Tomlin, Tomlin was the best coach for this guy. He didn't work under anybody else. Tomlin got did, the best out of him. But this guy, like... He just fell off the rails. Like it was suddenly too. Like he yeah. was like for me. I always viewed Antonio Brown as like a professional, a great athlete. Somebody like I never viewed him as a cancer in the room or or. But you can tell that the injuries are really starting to get to him. Yeah, I agree with that. I think um, I think the injuries the injuries that I had is it's a big problem in the NFL. I mean, I saw the. Um Hernandez story. Oh, did you finally yeah, watch I fin- it? Yeah. I finally watched it, and it was really, uh, my God, it hit me really hard. So you, it's crazy, you know right? It, it's absolutely crazy. It's mm-hmm. sad, and and it's a it's a big problem. And I think you know you might be right. I mean, maybe something's affecting on Antonio. Brown's. Oh, I mean, uh, for me, yeah. I, I think in my mind, there's no question about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't gotta, have a doubt in my mind something. either. Yeah. Like you don't just all of a sudden switch how you were. Like how, like he has, you know, and 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 it's just it's, like it's not even day. yeah, and it's not even like it's day to day too. Yeah, you know, it's like one day he's apologizing, and then the next day he's like, ah, screw the NFL, they're racist. Yeah, and then every situation is just progressing worse and worse. So it's like his mental health is clearly getting worse. Yeah, right? and I mean when it's when it's that when it's CTE, those are the kind of things that happen. Yeah, they can seem like a normal person. And then just snap. And then boom. I just feel bad for his kids, man. I feel bad for the family. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, That's it's sad. And, and, and it's just sad for this to affect such a, a talented, I would think, Hall of Famer for sure. You know what I mean? If he, can, if he continued doing what he oh, was yeah, doing and sure. playing in the league. And, yeah. You know, he would have been, a, I think, first ballot Hall of Famer if he just kept playing and, and, and doing what he did. But now it's like, this really hurts his legacy. Yeah. I don't know. I... I think that he absolutely had a good, um, 
he had a good run under Tomlin. And maybe if Tomlin were to take him back and rein him in, you know, maybe we'd have a we'd have Antonio Brown back doing what he did well. I don't. I, I think I think Tomlin is is an underrated coach. I, I'll always say it. I've I've said it many times. I think uh, I think he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Yeah, and he got he got the most out of uh, AB. So, and I take him back. Like you said, you know, a lot of Pittsburgh fans, and I, I know I I know uh, we we take him back. I know a lot of people will take him back, but the reality is, I mean, you just he, he like how long until something happens again? Yeah. So it, it really is. I think I would give him a chance, invite him to camp, and see what happens, right? Because camp is pretty long. It's yeah. long enough to see if, hey, has this guy really changed, right? But is he getting help? Because that I didn't know. I heard, he, I he, heard getting, he is getting help. He's getting I really help. hope so, because he, he clearly needs it. Uh, moving on, uh, NHL broadcaster Jeremy Roenick was suspended by NBC Sports in December for making inappropriate comments about his co-worker during a podcast. Now he will not return to the network. Uh, he got fired. Jeremy Roenick fired. What do you guys think? Rightfully so. Good. You don't make those kinds of remarks. Do you know what the remarks were? Uh, he was talking about one of his colleagues, a female, um, having a threesome. He was joking about having a threesome with her. Wow. With his, uh, I believe, with, with Roenick's wife. Um, uh, it's on, I believe it's on Spitting Chicklets. You're I fired. I didn't listen to it. That's fucked up. It's man. just stupid, man. You and and like the thing is, like, like fine. Like You're if fired. You, if you can, if you can, <laughs> shut up. If you can finally, uh, like, if you can admit, fine, I was wrong. Like, cool. I'll I'll forgive you because yeah. At the end of the day, people, it's human error. People make stupid decisions. Um, but he he literally. Um, I think when they finally announced that they were letting him go, he posted something. Yeah, yeah, he he, he, he was not happy about it. Like saying, like basically his his reply basically showed that he wasn't happy with the decision or didn't agree with it. Like, dude, he's been a con- he's a bit like, he's a guy too who's been controversial. He was not good at it, and that's the thing too. Like, I think that's a guy who really ruined his reputation. He was known as a pretty good player, Jeremy Roenick. I like yeah. Jeremy. Roenick. Yeah, he was. Now a good I think of him as a dumbass. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, I really do. Because of what comes out of his mouth. Yeah. yeah You're fired. So, see ya. <laughs> uh, wanna be ya. Minnesota Wild, uh, Bruce, uh, fire Bruce Boudreaux. He freaking. Uh, You're fired. He, poor guy. He, he didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. Bruce Boudreaux to me, like, just looks like he's always about to, like, snap. He looks like overheating all the time. His face looks like he's like you know like the cartoons when your ears are steaming. That's how he always looks. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I hope he has an Apple Watch that could tell him if he's gonna have a heart attack. Yeah, like I think he can fry an egg on his forehead. Oh, that's that's, <laughs> that's how could, hot you, that guy you, is. You could actually freaking probably make a roast on his on his uh, forehead. Yeah. You're fired. <laughs> um, the Buffalo Sabres suspended defenseman Zach Bogosian for failure to report to their AHL affiliate. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it is what it is. What do you think? Bogosian done in the league? Uh, maybe get a PTO in uh, the offseason. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe. PTO with the Leafs. Yeah. Okay. He's right-handed. Interesting. All right. Now, we're going to get into uh, NHL early trade deadline because a lot of trades have been made, so we'll uh, break down. Hey, hey. Away they go. Away they go. Sebastian. <laughs> hey, man, All right, I, I do this because you love that. 
All right, guys. So we're going to start with uh, this one. Pittsburgh Penguins acquired uh, Penguins. forward Jason Zucker from Minnesota Wild in exchange for Alex Galchaniuk. Oh, my God, again. Defenseman <laughs> prospect Kalen Addison and a first-round pick in the 2020 NHL draft at the, and, or 2021. So I guess it's a conditional. Conditional, yeah. I think it's uh, based on What do you think about Zucker trade? Zucker. I'm just surprised with Galchaniuk. I mean, this guy gets moved around. He gets passed around more than a joint. Honestly, or, yeah, or I mean, a line of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, nah, a line of cocaine doesn't get. Yeah, I was just making a jab. The at bag him. of cocaine gets passed. Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. go. The satchel from Kuznetsov. Um, I've listen. I've wanted Zucker on the Habs for a while. I'm not gonna lie. He's been a guy who's popped up. I think this guy's a legit top six forward. I think Pittsburgh looks great now. Like they, they look dangerous. They look like the Pittsburgh of old. I think that this is a team to be reckoned with. I wouldn't want to play them in a seven-game series. Yeah, Pittsburgh's all in. And they paid a, they paid a hefty price for him. Good uh, coaching, too. Yeah, they paid a hefty price for him. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, the window for Crosby and Malkin is not uh, getting any bigger. So you got to go all in here. Got to do it. Got to do it. Is there is there not... I know I'm going off topic here, boys, I, and I apologize for that, but is there not a better player in, in the league, in the world, than Sidney Crosby. Said the kid? Bro, I watched him play a little bit last night. Man, he, he just schooled the Leafs last night. Mm-hmm. He, he looked really good. He's outstanding. He's a generational player. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, New York Islanders acquire defenseman Andy Green. Mm-hmm. Um, any from the New York Devils, obviously, for a 2021 second Devils. round draft. The New, New Jersey Devils, sorry. <laughs> and it's for a 2021 <laughs> second round draft pick and That's a prospect David Quenville, Joel Quenville's third nephew. His third? <laughs> Twice removed. <Yeah. laughs> third, uh, three times removed. <laughs> <laughs> three times you're out, pal. It was, what David. was it? What was it for Andy Green again? Uh, 2021 second round draft pick and David Quenville. That's a hefty price for Andy Green, to be honest. Yeah, aging guy, right? He's 38, I think. <laughs> Don't quote me on aging. that. Aging. It's not aging, pal. He's aged. It's done. Well, in for sports, that's aging. But he's like, it's just a one-year rental. But yeah, second round pick, yeah. I mean, the prices are high. Uh, Tampa Bay, they acquired Blake Coleman and uh, prospect Nolan Foote and a first round pick. That's... Sorry. Blake Coleman... For in exchange for Nolan Foote and a first round pick, they got Blake Coleman for free. And it, <laughs> 2020 or 2021, so same thing. Yeah, I think it's if he resigns or something, but he still has one year on his Blake contract. Coleman. I mean, I like Coleman a lot. You and, really like him? Yeah, and he, I don't find him that, his cap special. hits only. I'm, his, I'm with you. His cap hits only at 1.8, so that's why he's he's a he's a solid but player. But a first round pick, but that's the thing is, is Blake Coleman worth a first round pick? It's he, dude. He has scored, I believe, twenty five goals over the last three years. He scored twenty five goals. No, yeah. it's not a first round pick, in my opinion. I agree and with you. No, I know it's it's okay. It's a heavy price, especially with Nolan Foot. Nolan Foot's NHL ready. So I think last year he had thirty six points, twenty two goals, fourteen assists. Yeah, how many this, games? Uh, Seventy eight. Okay, so thirty six points. <laughs> it's a first round. You give a first round pick for a guy who's put up thirty six points. Well, look how many goals he scored. Yeah, he scored 22. Yeah, what about that's this worth year? For, that's, this year he has 21 so far, and he's got 10 assists, so he's got 31 points. 
Yeah, so but he's got twelve. Guy's like a forty. It's like a forty-five point guy. Shit, that's, but that's what I'm saying. At one point eight, so and he has an extra year. It's gonna. I mean, it, I think it is a, a hefty price, but at the end of the day, he's not a bad player. It's not like and not, Nolan Foot yeah, on top of it. That's crazy. That's like, a crazy. It's price. a crazy price. One hundred percent. Tampa Bay. I don't know. But what Blake Coleman's not bad, especially at that price. I think. I think it's highway robbery. Yeah, I agree. I, no, and New Jersey actually did very well with uh, the Andy Green and with the Coleman. Yeah, no, yeah. they they did good. Kudos yeah. to them. Um, New Vancouver. GM. They acquired. Tyler Toffoli. Finally, the guy gets traded. Yeah. Uh, he's been in co- connection with the Habs. Uh, like they to- traded him for Tim Shaler, the rights to forward Tyler Madden, a 2020 second-round draft pick, and a 2022 conditional draft pick. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Tyler Toffoli. He's a good player. He's, he's a good, decent. He's I, a good I like Toffoli. I like him. Not bad. It's, good, it's good tough player. to say who, who won this trade, but yeah. Toffoli's good. I think he'll he'll be a good add to the Canucks. I'll always pull for an Italian. An Italian. Uh, an Italian. Uh, a lot of Italians got traded this out. Uh, uh, yeah, last New York night. Rangers, they acquired forward Julian Gocce. That's not Italian. <laughs> but, uh, unless he's from, say, Leonard. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's uh, such a stooge. This guy, from, the Carolina, a real stooge. <laughs> from the Carolina Hurricanes. In exchange for defenseman Joey Keane. That's a terrible trade. Like, I don't even know why I recited that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you even mentioned that. Uh, this one's decent. The Jets acquired the, the defenseman uh, Dylan DeMello from the Senators uh, for a 2020 third-round draft pick. I know him. I know Dylan DeMello. Yeah. Good dude. He, Portuguese? He dated yeah. him. He dated him in high Portuguese school. Portuguese and Italian, I think. Really, yeah? Another right. Italian. There Gibby, you go. Gibby went to prom with him. Yeah, I went to prom <laughs> with him. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, why? Yeah, so, I mean, I, he's all right. I like him. He's a he's not defenseman. bad. Bottom bottom pairing. Yeah, solid bottom pair guy. Um, St. Louis Blues they acquired defenseman Marco Scandella from the Montreal Canadiens. That's us uh, for a twenty twenty second round draft pick and a conditional twenty twenty first fourth round pick. Good asset management, man. That is amazing. I mean, Bergevin like did really well. Pay I, a fourth, get a second. Yeah, fantastic. And a, and a conditional fourth that could become a third. Yeah. And was it that Mark Dumont said this? I think yeah, it was. A, I'm paraphrasing here, but he goes. He goes, <laughs> Buffalo manages to, to lose the trade. Yeah. <laughs> Buffalo still managed to lose the trade. <laughs> Between the St. Louis Blues and the Montreal Canadiens, I was on the floor rolling my eyes. Uh, that was, yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. And Mark Dumont's good stuff. He, he, he is really, good stuff. Very really, knowledgeable dude, and then he, yeah, he has some humor to him, he's too. He's got some good puns, too. Like, I, I like the guy. I really yeah. like him. Um, yeah. Great trade for, for the Habs, and I hopefully... That keeps coming. Um, and then today, the, the Leafs acquired uh, forward Dennis Malgin from the Panthers for forward Mason Marchment. Who? Actually, I actually like Malgin. I thought Malgin's pretty good. Evgeny Malkin? No, Malgin. I don't know who that is. Uh, Mason Marchment, I played, I played against him. Uh, ball hockey against him. Good it's little good. player. He's actually not a bad player, especially this even guy, in Toronto. Hockey, no, 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 this guy, Dennis Toronto, Malgin, I thought was pretty good. No, but in Toronto, when he Decent. was called up, he did well. And he he's doing well in the Marlies, so not bad. Yeah, I think it's a minor league trade. Um, yeah, and then uh, Golden Knights acquire defenseman Alec Martinez from like L.A. and uh, that's for a twenty twenty second round pick and a twenty twenty one second round pick. Again, the prices are high this trade season, so get them while it's hot. Jeez. Especially for D men, like D men, yeah. you're obviously it's tough to come by. A men, B men, C men. This guy. And Demon. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. But yeah, that's it for trades. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, looking at these prices, it makes me very excited. I mean, uh, we're, uh, what is it, Wednesday today, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, five days away from uh, trade deadline? Boys, you know what's going to happen, right? The major trades are happening this weekend. It's always how it happens. Yeah, and, yeah. and trade deadline day we is going to be shit. We won't be around this trade deadline No, day. I'm not even bothering to take Start the day a new off. job. Um, today's song of the day is by the Cranberries. It's called Wake Me Up When It's Over. And that's uh, what I want to happen with this hab season. Yeah. Wake us up when it's over because it's been terrible. Terrible. filings really late night filing what are you a russian spy or something <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll catch you later yeah see ya принесло да чуть не спалили what's that that's a swear jar every time someone swears you put a quarter in it who gets the money? I don't know. We'll use it to buy something for the office, like a case of Bud Light or something. Fucking awesome. Fuck you, Bob. <laughs> Fuck you, Jim. Eric, I have a bag in line three for you. Can I borrow your pen? Can I borrow your fucking pen? Will the owner of a white station wagon please go fuck yourself? We're gonna go down there, and we're gonna f- some. We're gonna f- some. We're gonna. We're gonna f- some. Poop. Doesn't count. Shut the f- up. I am so proud of you, mother suckers. Here, here. De retour. Yes. Hi. What this guy said. <laughs> Whatever that means. Nous We're sommes, il fait du soleil, <laughs> du vent. <laughs> Qu'est-ce que c'est? Um, no? What did I say? Pre- I have no idea what you just said. I said, il fait du soleil, du vent. Qu'est-ce que c'est? <laughs> it is sunny 
of wind. I have, I have no idea. And then he I, said, I can't discern what he's saying. Qu'est-ce que c'est? What is this? <laughs> that sounds like an acid trip. It's sunny. It's windy. What is this? Ooh, a squirrel. <laughs> okay. Where? Where? Okay. <laughs> Let's, uh, all right. So we're here now. Back it's on time track. for uh, some Habs talk. Yeah. What's that? So let's talk about, I don't know if this is positive or not, but we'll talk about returning players. Okay. You want to Jonathan start Drouin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's been back for a while. Mm-hmm. Paul Byron came back last night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, in my opinion, I think J- Drouin's been a little quiet. Byron wasn't too noticeable last night. So what do you think about this? Do you guys think that this, are, did you expect more from these guys coming back into the lineup? Or do you think that this is kind of just what happens when you miss that kind of time? No, I didn't expect more. I think we're probably rushing Drouin, to be honest. I, I, I mean, he doesn't even look like a, um, a fraction of the player that he was before, right? Um, and I, I don't understand. Even Shea Weber coming back and, and all that. I, I really love the fact that these guys want to get into it and they... St- Probably still believe that they can they can make a run at it, I guess. But I just, man, shut it down, shut it down. You know, that, that's the way. When I see Druin playing, I'm like, come on, man, this is not you. This is not this is not the Druin we we fell in love with at the beginning of the season right. at all. Yeah, for me, I mean, with Druin, I didn't expect him to come back um, and do what he was doing prior to the injury. I mean. He's missed a significant amount of time. Everybody's in full season form. It's like you can't expect the guy to come right back in and get right back at it. Uh, it, it the only issue with me is, like, I don't notice Druen at all. Yeah, nice. that's like, the problem. Yeah, And yeah. I'm, I'm a big, I guess, uh, what's the word, ambassador for if you're not doing anything offensive. You're an ambassador for that? <laughs> no, listen. I'm a big ambassador for... Let me talk, man. I'm a big ambassador for... <laughs> advocate, maybe. An, an advocate. advocate. There you go. He's drywalling. He's, ad, he's ambassador. I was going to say he's an ambassador. Like, what the hell? I'm the ambassador of Guatemala. Uh, <laughs> Okay, this I'm a, podcast I'm a huge, I'm a huge, <laughs> I'm a huge advocate. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. I didn't know the word. I was trying. I needed some help. Uh, I'm a huge advocate for uh, if you're not scoring or uh, getting apples, um, got to be doing something. That's my biggest issue with uh, Max Pacioretty when uh, Pacioretty wasn't scoring or anything. And that's yeah, you the thing with Drew. You, you got to show something, right? And Drew hasn't really showed much. Byron's first game back. Uh, I won't give him too much heat, but he did also force a turnover. And he almost that, scored. Didn't he have an, uh, an he, assist yesterday? He, yeah, he yeah. forced, that's what I'm saying, yeah. he forced the turnover, um, passed it off to Cousins, Cousins to Thompson, Gino. You know so what, I didn't mind it. You know what drives me crazy? I love Byron. I think this guy, he literally, he's underrated. You take him out of a team, you're going to feel it. But he's always freaking injured. Every year, without fail, I could bet my freaking life savings on it. He's a small guy, but he's a gr- he's great. He does good work on the ice, man. It just frustrates me. Yeah, I mean, how much? How much, How long has he been injured this year? Forty-two games. 
Uh, yeah, he missed a significant. Like he played twenty games this and year, and last year and a year before. I mean, th- this guy's always uh, injured. Yeah, last year he played fifty six games. Uh, the year before he played the full season. But yeah, he's he missed. He's missed some significant time. I mean, let's put him in a fucking Ironman suit, man. Yeah. I, like I, seriously, like he missed forty two games this year, and like he was supposed to be back earlier, and then he suffered a setback, and I don't know, man. I, I didn't. I wasn't too impressed with Byron this year. Uh, prior he, to his early injury. in the season, he was. But uh, then again, like. The way I look at it, Byron's a he was a waiver pickup. He's a PK specialist. I always think Byron is going to be a fourth line stud, and I want moving forward. That's where I want Byron. And if there is an injury, I wouldn't mind seeing him move up to a third line role. But other than that, like I mean, Byron is who he is. He's a, a PK specialist with speed, um, and he adds. Yes, he adds that extra. Beep, beep. <laughs> I was I was waiting for it. Uh, he adds that extra element to uh, to a team. He's a good he's a good player to have on your team, definitely. Um, but I don't think he was. I mean, let's be realistic. He's not like no, he's an not, absolute stud, right? Yeah. No, but he, I mean, he he'll score you that shorthanded goal. He's a role player. He's yeah. a role player. He's a quality role player. I think he's a special teams guy, role player. Listen, for Byron, it is what it is. He, and I think he helps this team. Like I think he's good. I'm a little bit disappointed in in Drewen. But why? Here's Johnny. I'm very disappointed in Drew N. How can you expect the guy to come right? And it's not that I'm disappointed in Drew N, actually. I'm not disappointed in the player because I totally understand what it's like. I mean, the guy broke a bone. It's very hard yeah, to come back, come back into a season like this. I'm disappointed in the way the Habs have performed with Drew N in the lineup. Because remember, we spoke about this on the podcast. I said... I can't wait for Drew N to get back with Kovalchuk. At a spark. With Drew N. Like, you look at that top nine on paper, you're like, wow, this could be a really good top nine. Yeah. And I think that it's just been very underwhelming. So it's not the, it's not the player's fault. It's not Drew N's fault. Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> but it, it, it just, for me as a fan, I expected more from his insertion. Insertion? Insertion. 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 Ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> Insertion to the lineup. Yeah. I agree. You know, and yeah, it's just it's just very, very underwhelming, very disappointing. Paul Byron, it is what it is. I, it, there's not much to expect there, but just like, yeah, I expected more. I really thought that this, especially because when he came back to the lineup, it was like, okay, we're on our, it was when the Leafs, it was against the Leafs. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this is an important game. We end up winning that game. And it's like, now it's time for us to get some points against some playoff teams. And they wet the bet. We lost, and he's and he's been. We nutty. lost four freaking games to Detroit. <laughs> I still don't understand. <laughs> Love we, it. No, but I'm saying before that there was playoff teams that we. No, played. no, no. I know, but I like yesterday we lost. That I, was, I, the problem season. is, it's I, like it's like clockwork. I now. freaking called it, man. I called it. I said this. this when it was 3-2, I said, Detroit has us where they want us. Yeah, you tweeted that. Yeah. It's funny. And even on Saturday when we were up 3-0, uh, I was on the way to skating uh, with my fiance, like I told you guys. Um, <laughs> and I, So I was driving, right? And uh, I asked her, I'm like, babe, check the score for me, please. And she told me it was 3-0. And I'm like, oh, f- no, she said it was 3-1. And I'm like, oh, here we go. I gar- I'm like, bet me we're going to lose 4-3 in overtime. She goes, okay. And then on the way home... Sure enough, it was 3-3 in overtime, and then I get a notification on my phone. I'm like, check the score. I guarantee you the Habs just lost. And sure enough, they lost 4-3 in uh, overtime. Uh, yeah. It's oh, just uh, it's an ongoing It's like thing. clockwork now, yeah. Freaking Julian, too. Like, he had a whole year to, to yell at the refs, you know? 
What's he doing? Yeah. What's he doing yelling at the refs now at the at, when you have no chance to make the playoffs right now? And you know what? Like a lot of people are saying that that Armia uh, trip. When was that? Uh, yeah. When he got when the the game that Julian is ended up getting fined for. I want to see a different angle on that trip because it didn't look like that big of a trip, to be honest. That was my that's my opinion. The slash on Kovalchuk. Eh, kind of questionable as well. He broke the stick. Usually, when you break a stick, it's kind of like okay, you're using force to break right. the stick. Dude, how many how many times how many penalties did uh, Dallas get that game? Uh, Dallas got mm-hmm. or Montreal? No, Dallas. I don't. How many power plays did Montreal get? I don't remember, to be honest. Yeah, Goose I think one or two. Yeah, zero at all. Yeah, no, like, it's been bad. Zero. It's been bad. It was bad officiating. Like even Gallagher got pissed off. I love the uh, the fu the, from yeah the gal the, the ref told him to go fuck himself. Yeah, that's that's just unprofessional. I don't know. <laughs> Saying fuck on a on a podcast is unprofessional too. <laughs> I sh- yes, it is. We, and I said but we are the ambassadors of this. We are the shit, ambassadors so, of shit. Yeah. So screw off. Um, yeah, I mean <laughs> I'm the ambassador of Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's not all, guys, it's not all bad news. Nick Suzuki is only four points off the rookie lead and continues to turn heads. What do you want to see from this kid down the stretch here? I want to see him to, I want to see him continue to do what he's doing. Um, when we did our, um, what was it, our like halfway through the season hot takes, Yeah. Um, Nick Suzuki was on pace for 40 points. And he has 40 points now, so... And there's still 20 games Is it? Left. No, he doesn't have 40 points already, does he? No, I think not he, yet. I think yesterday was his 40th point. Yesterday had to have been his 30th, 40th point. No? No, I think he has, like, 30-something points now. No, I think he got 48. Or, Jesus, I think he got 40. Let me check. Hold on. Uh, but, yeah, either way, uh, I want to see him continue to do what he's doing. Uh, he looks good, man. Looks really good. I like what I see from the kid. Um, yeah, he just got his 40th point yesterday. Oh, so uh, that was 40 points. Okay, yeah. so he's, four, he's like four points off the lead. Yeah. For I don't I don't think he's going to get the Calder. No, nah, just because he's going up against defensemen. And Kale, McCarr, more, yeah. Kale McCarr missed time, and he still has more points than him. Yeah. Um, and Kale McCarr is a freaking animal, and Quinn Hughes is an animal as well, both having solid seasons. So I don't see him winning the Calder unless he just absolutely rips it up and ends up like – Tearing it up and getting like two points a game every leading up to the to the rest of the season, mm-hmm. um, but forty points is pretty impressive. Listen, in his rookie season, forty points. I nothing nothing wrong at all. Obviously, with his game, there's still issues defensively. We saw it yesterday with uh, with the yeah, goal. But, I mean, that's fine. I mean, you, yeah, and you're the, gonna expect. Of that. course, he's young. That's yeah. like obviously he's young, and I've been saying this like. He is. He looks very good, but obviously there are some things that he needs to work on. He even said after the game uh, that goal, that last goal was on me, 100%. And the fact that he's acknowledging that and he's owning up to his faults, it's a good sign. He's 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 a mature kid, and I really like what I see from him. I also like his little. He has this little cocky demeanor to him that I really like. And uh, yeah, I don't know. He's I a l- goal scorer. He's a points getter. You could tell. Yeah, he, he, uh, he's third on the Habs right now. Which is, okay. It's not saying guys, much, but he's guys, third on that. Guys, don't laugh at me, but every time I see him, I think of Mitch Marner. Mitch Marner, okay. I, he, I know, I know they're not the same position. He won't, he won't be. Well, yeah, he. But, but I mean, hey, it's it's you never they, know. They, this kid put up big numbers, in, in and you know they play for, for the same this team. Guy, this kid can get fifty points for a first year in the NHL. Fifty points—that's nothing to shake a stick at. I mean, Galchenik would love that. 
You know, 20 yeah. games right now. Love left. Half of that. He's got 20 games left. Yeah, let me check what his uh, on pace is. Um, what a studious yeah, he's on pace. He's on pace for 53 points. That's pretty good. Yeah, and his rookie season for a guy that isn't uh, that wasn't a top five pick. And you know what? I like it. Yeah, I superior think I, propane. I, I think it's something. To, it's, I think it's something. To, it's a it's a positive in a very grim season uh, with him. I really enjoy that. Now, do you think that coming down the stretch here, now that we, we pretty much know the Habs are done, should they adjust his use? Would you like to see him maybe get some more minutes? Maybe get some you know mix the lines a bit. Maybe see him on the top line with Gallagher. Like you know what I mean? Maybe try some some new stuff. Uh, or just keep him steady on the second. I think keep him where he is. Don't 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 overuse him. Um, doesn't make sense to overuse him. And I'm I'm getting sick and tired of uh, the Habs management over achieving with our prospects and over like having such high expectations and and not allowing them to develop properly. Uh, so I don't want to. I don't want to. I, I I like where I like the role he's in right now. He's succeeding. I think you you keep it that way. You don't change it and see where he goes in the offseason, see how he progresses in the offseason, and then go from there. I don't want to touch him right now. I think you leave him how he is. He's doing well. Vinny, nothing, nothing wrong. You want to see anything more? Give them more minutes maybe? No, I think I think I agree with Gibby. I think what, what we're seeing right now is this is enough, and I don't want to overextend him either, right? So you might put him in positions also where he's going to – Make more mistakes, and that might hurt his confidence his going confidence, into next right? year. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you guys here. Yeah, I think we're we're uh, pretty much uh, all in agreement. Yeah, all in agreement here. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's his use is great. I mean, he's getting power play time, he's getting penalty kill time, he's he's getting pretty good minutes. So, I think that's pretty good. Now, is it too early to say? Like, is he the real deal, or is it too early to say? Like, you know, because. Real Small deal. sample size, or do you think that this kid is the real deal? I think I really like um, where he's at. I think he's the real deal. I think he will become a top six center in the league. I think he just, again, like we spoke about, he makes his mistakes, but then again, he is a rookie, um, and he's young. He's going to make mistakes. So I think he just needs to work on that in the offseason, on his defensive uh role his defensive assignments that's the word there I think he needs to work on that a little bit and I think he'll be a solid my guess is a 70 point guy consistently for the future Mm -hmm. no I agree with that and um you talk about small guys before you said you talked about Byron getting getting hit and stuff I always go back to my favorite hockey player of all time. That's what got me into hockey was Mark Recchi. He was Iron Man, right? And I think I think that Nick Suzuki is he plays bigger than he is and he's tougher than he looks. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going to be putting a lot of biscuits in the net, man. I I really believe it. I think this guy is someone you could count on to be healthy every season. I mean, if you get injured, you get injured, but I, I think he he's he's perfect. I'm I'm happy that we got him for what we did. I mean, I I I really like uh, Pacioretty a lot, but man, what a trade! Yeah, I think for me, it's just I'm not gonna count my chickens before they hatch. I just I'm just gonna kind of leave it at that. You don't want to be wrong. 
Yeah, I, I, I listen. Safe I, th- I think that he is. Safe. I think he's the real deal. But at the same time, it's we've just been proved wrong so many times as Habs fan before. So I just don't want to jump the gun here. But for me, like this kid, like really, like when you know a goal scorer, when you see one or a guy who can create, and this is what this guy seems to be. You know what I mean? He's on the right path. He went from ripping it up. You know, this is a guy who was just just could not stop putting up points in junior to took a little adjust, but now is putting up points in the NHL for a first NHL season, 50 points. That's amazing. So, I mean, there's nothing that he's shown me so far that would prove otherwise that he isn't going to be that guy to get Mm -hmm. points, you know, like Coca Niemi, for example, what never really put up points, big points. No, no, but we we have a tendency in Montreal to um, to over evaluate our our talent, right? Yeah, I mean, but I don't think we're over evaluating this guy. We over evaluated Guillaume Latendresse years ago, and other players like him. But this guy right here, I think, yeah. is the real deal. And I think like with Kotkaniemi, we knew that he was very young, and we weren't expecting him to put up big points because he never really did. Like we've never saw that from him, even in at a young age. Right, so that's why I'm starting to shift towards more Kotkaniemi being a third line kind of center guy. Him ending up being one of those guys, and Nick Suzuki being a more top six points getter type of center. And then where do you see Dano then? Dano? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I mean, I, I hope that Suzuki would surpass him eventually, and and Dano would be the second line center. I think mm-hmm. you can't be you, you can't go wrong with Dano as your second line center. So you really think that low of KK? I it's just I right mean, now I just, to I see that I can I see that I don't see Kotkaniemi being the kind of guy who's going to put up a lot of points in this league. I do see him as a good player. I do think that he's going to be good. I do think that he's going to be effective. He's going to be efficient. I don't see him ever as a guy who's going to put up 70, 80 points in this league. I see him as a, a solid second line center. That's where I see his ceiling. Uh, so you're saying we should have we should have drafted Brady? No, no. I, I still think, and we spoke about this already. Brady Kachuk is a better now choice. I feel like Coach Kenyemi has a much higher ceiling and can only go up, whereas Brady Kachuk is kind of going to stay steady. That's how I see it. All right. Me, like, I thought we were going to dra- draft Kachuk. I would have drafted Kachuk. And I don't want to go back on this topic, but, like, at the end of the day, like, I don't think we made a mistake. I, I'm not giving up on the kid. I just think that Nick Suzuki is the better prospect. He's young. Okay, he's young. That's all. All right. You know what time it is. What time is it? It's time for Gibby's Pole Dancing Pole Question of the Week. <laughs> now present. Gibby's pole dancing pole question of the week. What's going on, guys? It's your boy Gibby with another poll of the week. Um, so the question of the week this week was: With the high return for players in recent in recent transactions, would you be willing to trade players like Tatar, Drouin, Domi, Petrie, etc.? Should Habs consider getting NHL-ready prospects and picks for a return? Um, obviously, it's a yes or no. 91% said yes. 
9% said no. Um, almost unanimous. Blaine said, Blaine Potvan at Potsy underscore 70. Um, why not trade 29 plus year olds now? Will they still be at the top of their games in three years when the guy, young guys are reaching their potentials? Will their cap hits be low enough to allow depth talent to be added? Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfectly said. Um, Not a lot of traction here, eh? No, I didn't very. I didn't get very much traction. <laughs> did you get uh, more than thirty-eight votes? I try. I tried to. Yeah, they did. It was kind of rough. Um, happiness in darkness. The uh, high darkness pod, uh, friend of the show. He says fans and ticket holders patience is starting to wear thin. Uh, this will mark the third consecutive year that the Habs won't make the playoffs. So it is clearly time to make some trades that matter and bring more quality to the lineup, all for NHL-ready prospects. Uh, David Trot uh, at David Trot thirteen says yes, they should, but Bergevin has to get quality in return. What Habs have right now is just not quite good enough, and there are assets that could be traded to improve. And then Dave David Ollinger at David underscore W underscore Ollinger. On a rebuilding team, there cannot be any untouchables for the right price, pun intended. Habs were close to being in the playoffs last season, stood pat and fell back, but I wouldn't limit it. I wouldn't limit it to picks and prospects if there are current roster players on any on another team that fit. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what do you guys think? What are your takes? Yeah, so it's difficult. But, I mean, at this point, for me, nothing is off the table. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like nothing is off the table. I think uh, you, ta- you target whatever you want. Like you, you, got, you got to target everything. Yeah. I would be willing to make any trade, literally, like any trade. Like if it's a roster player, if it's a prospect player, if it's a a farm pl- whatever it is, like I'm I'm listening, like you know what I mean, like I'm I'm like, okay, Drew N, I wouldn't trade. You wouldn't trade. Drew I wouldn't trade Drew N. Why? Domi, I wouldn't trade. No, but why wouldn't you trade Drew N? I just I he's on a decent contract. I think that he has a good upside. Yeah, I think that okay. the upside is there. Yeah. Domi, I think. Listen, he he hasn't performed well this year. I think that we can get him on a another, let's say, two three year deal at a decent price. I would, I can see him being a part of the future. A guy like Petrie, yeah, I think I think that he could we could trade him. I would not trade Petrie. You wouldn't trade Petrie. No way. Why? Because he's amazing. He's a beast. Why would you trade that guy? How are you going to replace that guy? So right now. With like, with don't come to me with your good reasoning. No, <laughs> with Weber. Um, well, you gotta. I think. I'd, okay, let me rephrase it then. Okay, sorry for cutting off. It's got to be a home run deal. I'm used to. I you think, cut me off all the time. I think. <laughs> I think you time. got him choose Weber or, or Petrie. I'd rather keep Petrie. Honestly, and I'm a Weber guy. I love Weber. Okay, but Pete. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, you were no. I didn't. I thought you were done. My no, I, no, no. I'm done. I'm done. Okay, sorry. Don't go, go okay. ahead. Uh, my name's not Lewis, by I, the way. I, I, I apologize. You're the nicer one. I'm apologizing for interrupting you. My apologies. I have ADHD. I can't <laughs> help it. <laughs> um, for me, with uh, Weber's ankle, kind of, I'm kind of 
kind of nervous. Um, I don't want to get rid of uh, Petrie. The only way I get rid of Petrie is if you trade Tatar or like a winger or whatever for a NHL-ready D prospect who's ready to come in, possibly slot in. And then like that, I would move up Kale Fleury and then I would have the NHL-ready prospect kind of hanging around on that third pairing, kind of shelter and see how he does there. And if he is doing well, you switch him and Kale Fleury around. That's the only way I trade Petrie, but I wouldn't recommend it just because in like you don't want to trade a guy like Petrie. He's on a good contract. Uh, he has he does have one year left. So if you are going to trade him, I think you trade him um, next year. Uh, obviously, you won't get a home run deal uh, as I don't think you'll get as much value, but who knows? So this is coming from LeBron uh, on Twitter. And this is what he says. And I, I agree with this. I, I was talking to a source today who thought that it's a 95% chance that Jeff Petrie stays put. Okay. The Canadians value him so much, and the Canadians want to compete next year. So how are you replacing Petrie in his 20 minutes a night if you trade him? Yeah, yeah it, makes, it makes sense. And, I mean, the, you can't it, replace the issue is not on the right side. It's the left side. I think that the, the, the right side is good. So I think that, yeah. I mean, maybe we don't have to touch the defense, right? We don't have to touch those guys. I would trade a guy like Victor Mete, to be honest. I would trade that guy if we get whatever you Should I bring him to the airport? You want to do it? <laughs> like, seriously. Let's do him, it. Him, I would. Uh, Tatar, I think you have to trade. Kovalchuk now? I'm sorry, guys. You have to trade Kovalchuk. <sighs> so, I'm saying you trade Kovalchuk. Only if there's back, no... Backdoor handshake deal? If, if you can work that out, yeah. But again, that's that's just word of mouth. Um, but um, I was having a conversation, and I forgot. He's over the 35-year-old mark. So you can actually, on a contract, you can get him for a very low amount cap hit and then just load the shit out of it with... Uh, like bonuses. milestone bonuses, like yeah. if you get twenty, if you get twenty goals this year, you get this amount of money. You get fifty points, you get this amount of money. You're able to do that with uh, guys that are over thirty-five. So I wouldn't mind doing that if that is a possibility. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, give too much term. I'd go max two years. Two years. I, I wouldn't get rid of the okay, cool. but I would trade him. I, now. I, I'm saying get I would assets. trade him as well. I would get assets. And then see if you. I, I said if it. If you don't get a first, don't do it. At this point, I, w- I would take a second. No, I would. I no. would take. I no, would, no, 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 no. So no. I think. I think if Kovalchuk gets traded, it's going to be a second and a prospect. Yeah, which, I don't is, see, which I would take. I don't see a first because he of the age. I, I don't. I don't see exactly there's no future. the age. There's no really. There's no future there. I don't see that happening. No, people want to go on a deep playoff run, right? So you're, you're looking at teams that really think they have a chance this year. They're going to give up that first, right? I don't. Who's going to give up the first though? Boston, I don't see giving up the Boston first. Boston would love to have them. I don't see them yeah, giving I, up the first. You're though. not. I don't. I for me, so, I don't think you're going to see anybody give up a first for a 35 year old. You're yeah, not. And Vin, here's he's the thing. Here's the 36. He's 36. Okay, so even worse. Here's the here's the thing. If you get a second and a prospect, that's not bad because if you look at it now, currently we have three second rounders. That fourth rounder, dude. That's very valuable. That could that is a very valuable thing to possibly move up for a first rounder or 
four package, whatever the case may be, having those fourth those four second rounders is huge. So that's why I'm not I'm not bad. If I don't if we if we get a second rounder and a prospect, I'm head over heels because you can possibly draft a guy in the second and then you get that prospect as well. I know. I just you know, we're we're so starved for the emotion, for, the emotion, yeah, the emotion. In Vinny. I understand, Vinny, but no, I, you know what? You've, I, been, I said, you've been changing me, dude. No, I know. You know what this I said, though, Vinny, me. and I told you guys this last time is I don't like. Let's it. see Kovalchuk. Let's see how he is when Drewen comes back. Let's see how the team is. Can they still compete? Then we can discuss. Well, guess what? It's a failure. This team is done. It's over. There's no more playoffs. We gotta literally go like eighteen and three. We have to win twenty <laughs> in a row. <laughs> like we gotta go eighteen and four or whatever it is. We're not, it's not going to happen. We're done. We're out. It's, it's time to be smart. And a 36-year-old is not part of the future. If he wants to come back after the season, sure. But you got to think about the future. So yeah. if people are, are a knocking, you keep a knocking, a you better come in. Um, Scandella, I think Scandella was the beginning to show that Mark Bergevin is open for business. That was the start of it. Mm-hmm. And for all of you guys on the Twitterverse that shit on Bergevin, and trust me, like I've had my my moments where I actually, you know, I, I blasted him. I, I I have no problem whatsoever to call a spade spade, but he's done a great job with this trade, and I think his asset management and his his ability to find the um, the diamond in the rough. It really makes him an effective GM. I, the I, only problem with him is that he's unable to, he's unable to hit that home run. That's his issue. Yeah, that's the thing. And and what I'm saying is, I don't think that this is the most pressure he's been under. I thought that a couple seasons ago it was, and I felt that he had a pretty good turnaround. You saw we almost made the playoffs. This is a big step back, but I still think it's part of the growing pains. Still a young team. Still a, a lot of good going for us. It, we tried to make the playoffs. Obviously, we didn't stay healthy. It just didn't work out for us. But again, like this, I think that he, like this season, this offseason and this draft, like he needs to fill the holes. Yeah. Like it, it's it's time. You know what I mean? This, and I'm not going to say that it's do or die here, but it really is. It's like I'm not a, it's time now. I'm not a fire Bergevin guy. I think I think he's essential. You think he's doing better as as he gets, you know, more acquainted in his role. He's been there for what, eight years now? He's doing a, an okay job. And I think um you know, at the end of the day, his, his the way he has to look at this offseason is look, Kerry Price needs to win a freaking cup. How do I get him that cup? That would be the, the thing in my head. That's the thing. I, I want this this player to win a Stanley Cup with my team. How do I do that? How do I how do I get him the right players? And I don't think that's been addressed at all. And it's a shame. You know, and I, I know Price is our favorite player, right, Gibby? But Price is my favorite player. Yeah, he's my he's mine I too. I love Price. I want to see him raise the cup with Montreal. I really want to see that. And I think that's if I was Bergevin, that's what I'd be doing this year. So the pressure shouldn't be from other people. It should be intrinsic. It should be coming from him. He should feel that pressure. Yeah. No, for, I, for me, um, I said it last year, um, but this is. For me, from a personal standpoint, I, I'm not a Bergevin hater, Bergevin supporter. I, like Vinny says, call a spade a spade. Um, but this, for me, is probably Bergevin's breaking point for, for my personal experience. If this draft, this upcoming draft and this upcoming 
off season is a big breaking point for me, and it could decide whether I want Bergevin to continue with the rebuild and retool, whatever he still calls it. Um, he needs to get – I feel like he needs to get into that top seven because those top seven players are all very solid prospects, um, all capable of cracking a lineup. If not, wait a year, max. Um so yeah, I think he needs to he needs to do some things. He needs to get creative. He needs to show that he's willing to and I you and I have spoken But how many more chances are we willing to give him? Exactly. That's why I'm saying this is the last year. Um I don't think and it's for the last me year. and we we no, f- from a personal standpoint for what I can tolerate with Bergevin, this is probably the last off season for him and for I've spoken about it with Lewis many times. The problem with Bergevin is he needs to he needs to grow some balls and hit that home run trade that'll like that'll yeah. change the dynamic of the entire franchise. You can argue that it was the the Weber for Subban. I think he needs another one of those. I, I really do think he needs another one of those. Um, but not one where you're not one that's questionable. Like obviously people are saying, why did you trade Subban for Weber? There's obviously gonna be those haters. I still think you need a trade where everybody is going to say, you know what, you can see Bergerman is doing some things. You can see what he did with this with this trade. So that's where that's where I'm at. I'm 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 at I'm at a breaking point with Bergerman. I think this is the last yeah. off season for from from my personal standpoint. I'm not Vin, saying Vinny I mean, has also spoke about it too. He's like. You can't like even if you you can't be afraid to make a trade even if you lose the trade just do something. So I think that this trade deadline is important. That was one of my first contributions on this podcast actually. That's I think this off season yeah. is important. But I I we sound like a broken record because they've all they all have been and and I'm not going like I don't think the state of the organization is in shambles just because we're missing the playoffs Guys, again. Like I knew okay that this team needed to stay healthy. In order for us to make the playoffs. Well, that, everything looked great when we were healthy. But that, that, that's exactly what I was going to say, Lewis. I'm glad you brought it up, right? I mean, if this team stayed healthy, there is no way, no way we're on, we're on, the, we're on the outside looking in. I agree. No way. I agree. And, and What's a failure that? to me? Like, you see a team like the Leafs that are stacked, right? They're stacked up front, okay? Not on the outside looking in, that's a failure. But Montreal, look. They had a lot of injuries. Yeah. Let's call a spade a spade. The depth, played- the depth, too. I thought that the roster was poorly constructed. Um, we didn't spend to the cap, which I That's know a lot true. of people don't like that. Gibby doesn't like that narrative, but I'm the, t- I'm the type of guy where I agree that there was, there was players to be signed out there. I, I named some ones in the past, like mm-hmm. Ryan Zingle and a few other guys who I thought one. were cheap players that we could have easily signed, that could have added to this team, added to the depth. Instead, we chose to sign Mike Riley, and we chose to sign, give money to unproven guys like Jordan Wheels and... Nick Cousins and Matt Pekka a couple years. Like, you know what I mean? It's, there's a lot of wasted money and still eating Carl Alsner. And there's a, there's a lot of bad signings on the way. He needs to clean it up. He really needs to focus on quality depth. And he needs to make good hockey trades, whether it's roster players, whether it's prospects, whether it's picks. He better be the busiest. They say he's the busiest guy, right? He's mm-hmm. guy. He makes the most... I want to see that trade deadline. Day. How, how do you pronounce his name? Poil, Poily, 
David, David Poyle. 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 Okay, that's how you pronounce it. Po- I mean, it's, it's Poyle. 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 I mean, it's a wow. Let's Poyle. Let's Poyle together. Poyle. So, this guy's been around for Poyle. what? How many years in the same organization? Poyle. A long time. Long time. So he's doing. He's doing. Look, he's done some good things recently, right? Um, I think sometimes he, you need you need stability he's too. He's got balls too. He's got ball. Yeah, but at the beginning, I don't know if he he's had not afraid ball. to mess up. That's the difference with Paul. Well, maybe Bergevin needs to learn to mess up, and it's okay to do that. You know, I mean, if people call you out and say you made a mistake, it's it's okay. Oh, they will. They will, regardless what you do. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree with you guys. I think that coming this coming Monday, but if that, next show will be the trade deadline. But I'll uh, tell breakdown. you, if, if that fucker trades Carey Price for anybody, I'm 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 I don't know. I think I'm gonna go to Tibet or something. I don't know. I just <laughs> I'm the ambassador. I'm the ambassador at Gu- in Guatemala. <laughs> Guatemala. I can hook you so up. So you got a spot there. Carey <laughs> Price. At his, you can stay at his Carey mansion. Price, he's my he's my like my favorite. He's probably my all time favorite player. And I, I just want to see him successful. I advocate for the ambassador yeah, you of Guatemala. <laughs> That's going to be an ongoing <laughs> joke for a while. What about the drywall? <laughs> Listen, man, it made sense in my head. All right, guys, let's take a break. And then we come back. We're going to bring back a segment. And then we'll do uh, weekly sports picks. What's that fantastic smell, you ask? It's no other than sizzle popcorn. Sizzle Popcorn is now offering delivery of their mouth-watering treats with flavors like cheddar, salt and vinegar, ketchup, and simple but beautiful lightly buttered. They now deliver, yes they do, they can cater birthday parties or even movie nights for the family. Add that extra sizzle to your life and visit shop.sizzlepopcorn.com. Well, people don't see the real me, right? They just see my acne problem. People think that I eat too many chocolate bars or that I don't wash my face. Yeah, I tried many things. I've tried everything, but just nothing works. Um, my brother says I'll probably grow out of it, but I don't think so, no. It's hard to believe now that it will actually go away. There are solutions. Call for a free informational video on acne. And we're back. We're a sports podcast, <laughs> not uh, battle rappers or something. Whatever. Okay. Um, yeah. So you know what time it is, guys. So we're bringing back a segment of ours. It's called. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for Everybody Has a Plan Until They Get Punched in the Face. (laughs) Hadouken! Hadouken! Shit, that brought back memories. I love it. This segment, Vinny, 
Okay. For your information. Yeah, this is new to me, guys. It's it's uh, pretty much a, a segment. Segment. A segment. A, a Tyler segment. It's a segment where <laughs> y- you punch somebody in the face. Okay? You punch somebody in the face for, you know, anybody in sports, management, somebody you met on the street. You punch them in the face for being an idiot. And that's what we do in this segment. So, Gibby. What's up? What do you got? I got... Uh, I got Rob Manfred. Manfred, Manfred, the commissioner of baseball. Uh, he is a little bit of a dope, a little bit of a dummy. Uh, he hasn't uh, given any suspensions or anything to uh, Astros players. Uh, I think he needs to do that. He has yet to strip. Um, I think he needs to strip the, uh, the Astros of the 2017 uh, World Series. Um, I don't know, man. He's just, there's just, and he's implementing a few things this year that are kind of protecting them. Um, like there's a new rule, um, with hit, getting hit by a pitcher, um, bunch of things that he's, he's kind of sheltering the Houston Astros and I don't like it. Uh, just, just, just absolute stupidity. Um, not doing his job. He's not doing his job as the commissioner. You need to start suspending people. And yeah, there are there are some things that there are some downfalls to suspending everybody because obviously not all of them are guilty. Exactly. Yeah. But guilt, I think guilty by association is good enough. Is good enough. So I think you suspend them. Uh, so yeah, for those reasons, I, I'm I'm giving Rob Manfred a, a nice uh, punch to the face. Let me let me say something though, quick before Thanks you punch for not him in the face. Interrupting. I'm gonna tell you right now <laughs> is that you know when I was in school yes. back in elementary. Yes. That's my last time I was in school. Uh, <laughs> you know, hey, when somebody did something wrong, the whole class got punished. So yeah. Same thing. Same yeah. thing there. So here, here you go. Finish him. All right. Vincenzo. Is he Vincenzo? Who are you punching in the face? Kyle Dumbass. Dumbass. I can't stand this guy. Dumbass. I can't. I mean, people know very well that I cannot stand this guy. I find him arrogant. I think he is way in over his head. He is too young to run a team like the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I'm so happy that fans are calling him out. All right. Mm-hmm. What did he say? He said offense is the best defense. Is that what he said? You cannot put forty million in a couple of players. You cannot. Four. In four players. In four players. You, you just cannot do that. And being a person um, that, you know, he's obviously a stat nerd and all of that, and I understand that. I, I, I appreciate that part of hockey. I think it's important. You can't build a team like that. And mm-hmm. walk around and, and have this smug look on your face like you're some freaking god. He pisses me off. I cannot stand looking at him. And, and honestly... The day he gets fired, I will celebrate about it. Come on, he's got nice glasses, though. They're fake. <laughs> fake glasses. He's an arrogant fuck. I, I just, I, I don't like him. All right, I, I just get it like out, him. Vinny. Get it out. Finish him. That's a good finisher. <laughs> All right. Lewis, who's your guy? So, this was from last week, really, because we were supposed to have a podcast, but I'm punching and kicking. Zach Cassian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because we all saw what Zach Cassian did. Dumbass. 
Stupid. That was just a terrible play. I mean, never, ever, ever, ever do you ever, ever, ever kick somebody with a skate. I don't care if you're trying to push them off you, whatever it is you're trying to do. That is despicable. People get real, they can get hurt. There have been plays in the past where people have got cut by skates and they almost died on the ice. Yep. Richard Zednick, you remember Richard Zednick? Yep. Got slit, slit in the throat. I mean, it's just a dangerous thing. Skates are very sharp. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, the, the guy, and he still kind of defended it, didn't really apologize after the fact. He said, oh, you know, I'm just trying to push him off me, whatever. Regardless. Uh, listen, for me, that, that is a play that should not be allowed. That's a, that, for me, is a, the type of play that could, you should be suspended for the season. That is dangerous. God forbid you get him That's in the like neck. going at somebody with a knife. It's an ass play. I mean, you that's know what all I mean? it is. That, it's... for me, is like attempted assault. I mean... Murder. <laughs> not, not murder, but attempted no, assault. It's assault, yeah. Assault. I mean, the kick... Assault. Out. You saw the replay, right? Assault I mean, on the ambassador stupid. of the amba- Guatemala. Guatemala. I mean, I don't know if it was that hard. It looked more like a shove, you know, type of but thing. Still, it's, not it's the point. Escape. God forbid he gets him in the neck. Like, Get him in the wrist. Do you know how dangerous that is? It's a knife. No, it's ridiculous. Literally, those there's skates, a knife on the bottom of your shoe, and I just pushed it against And those skates are sharpened every intermission, every yeah. period. They're resharpened and redone. So they're not, they're not dull. They're just always sharp, right? Yeah. So it, it's No, he deserves stupid, a big punch in the thing. face. Finish him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what time it is now, Gibby? What time is it, Lewis? Weekly Sports Picks. Weekly Sports Picks. Weekly Sports Picks. Sports Picks. Sports Picked weekly by us. 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 Oh, it's my turn to talk. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, so, the boys did well this week. Uh your boy Gibby uh, went tw- one and one. <laughs> Sorry. Twenty one and one. One and one. Uh, Saturday game I got right or I got wrong. I picked LA over New Jersey. New Jersey won three nothing. Monday I got right. I picked uh, Oh Jesus. I just realized I went 0 and two, boys. <laughs> oh <laughs> I went 0 and two. No. <laughs> So oh, I'm not, okay. oh, is this the week Vinny man. gained some ground? You gained heavy ground like that. Um, oh, no. So I picked Florida over <laughs> Philly. Philly won 4-1. Uh, so my overall record now is 11-7. Wow. Uh, Lewis, you went 2-0. and Oh! Yeah. Ouch. So you're now 13-5. and you Wow. Picked, dude, but you... You picked Toronto. Oh, get out. You picked Toronto over Anaheim five two. Toronto one five four. Uh, I guess I didn't. My the jinx didn't is work. over. Yeah. Stop. The yeah, jinx I'm is done. over. I'm done. I, I tested it. And then you Enough. picked. You picked. Uh, you were close here. You picked New York Rangers three one over L A. They won four one. Uh, empty netter. Those empty netters. Oh, those goddamn empty netters. Uh, I think it was Panarin actually that got the empty netter. I checked. Uh, so yeah, you're now thirteen and five. Uh, Vincenzo, you went two and zero. Oh. What that's a heck? big. That's a big thing for you. That's that, that's huge. That's huge, man. That's huge for you. And because we all know he likes big things. Yeah. So you're now ten and eight. You're one game behind me, dude. 
At least eight inches. Eight inches. We should have, dude. We should have gotten the steak dinner already when he was willing to offer. Because now I'm cooked. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in heat. I feel the water. It's boiling. How far is he behind you? One game. It's he's ten and eight. I'm eleven and seven. And what am I? You're thirteen and five. It's close. It's all tight. Um, all Not it if takes, I keep winning. Yeah, of course. All it takes is an 0-2 week. Like, look at what happened just now. Vinny gained some ground on me. Two games right away. Uh, so, yeah, Vinny, you went 2-0. Uh, you took Boston over Arizona. Boston won 4-2. Uh, you took Tampa Bay over... Uh, He's playing footsie with me, man. <laughs> you guys what's, wrong with, what's wrong with this Played guy? Played Tampa over New York uh, Islanders. What? Tampa 3-1. Um, for my new picks... Uh, I got Saturday game, Washington over New Jersey, 5-2. Oh, here we go, layup. Whatever. <laughs> I got <laughs> They don't even got Blake Coleman no more. Whatever. <laughs> uh, and then I got the Monday game, I got Columbus over Ottawa, 2-0. Oh, wow, look at these two layups. <laughs> How's that a layup? Ottawa's if a he's good really team. trying to lay them up here. Ottawa's right? a solid team. He really, he's really hurt okay, by that Okay, settle down. You took, an, you took New York Rangers over the Kings. Okay, last week. You want to make layups? I'll make layups. That's a pr- that's a layup. <laughs> that's I'm a layup. Choosing... And you took Toronto over Anaheim. That's a layup too. All right, I got so Friday game. Give me that. No, nah, that's not really a layup. Oh, it could have won anyway. Please. Yeah. Okay, Friday game. Go for it. Detroit versus the Islanders. I got the Islanders <laughs> five two. <laughs> if they were playing the Habs, I'd take the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Then I will take St. Louis Blues at Minnesota on Sunday. I'm going to take St. Louis to win 4-2. Who are they playing? St. Louis over who? Minnesota. Mini Pop. Okay. All righty. So it's my turn, huh? Yes, right. sir. Okay. So I'll, I'll take, make fun of me as you will, uh, Penguins over Sabres. Okay. I say it's going to be a shellacking 7-1. to one. Okay. That's the Saturday game. Wow. And I'm going to take a, a hard game. P- again, Penguins on Sunday versus the Capitals. I'm going to take the Capitals to win that one. Ooh. Three to two. That's a, that's a tough one. So it is Washington a tough one. over Pittsburgh? Yep. I, I admire your... Mind you, Pittsburgh played the night before, but... Yeah. So did Washington. So did I admire... Washington. Your um, tenacity. <laughs> no? Tenacity? I Your feel ambassadorness. Like or, or stupidity. <laughs> Ambassadorness. Your, uh, what's the word? I know the word you're thinking of. Your um, courage. Balls? Yeah, your balls, but there's a word. I feel like it starts with a P, but I don't know. It. Penis? Poise. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Wait, it's it? What's it? That's it. <laughs> yeah, all right, guys. It. So, yeah, another great show. I had a great time right. with you guys. It was all um, right. So, I'm, we're going to be switching back to SoundCloud. SoundCloud rappers. For a bit. SoundCloud and, and Apple, just because we don't really like the well, Spotify platform. too. And Spotify and Google Play. All that stuff. We'll be moving there eventually. For now, just temporarily. So, find us on the regular SoundCloud and Apple. We'll post the links. Yeah, we'll post the links. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just right now we, we we weren't happy with what Anchor has provided, and we think we're going to probably be moving over to Podbean. So we'll see. You know, you know Don't what happens like during a breakup. Yet. Like we broke up with uh, all Habs, and you got to kind of find yourself. So what you do when you break up is you sleep with other women for a bit, and, and you just try and find your place in the world. 
And that's what we're doing, you know. Right now, we slept with Anchor. We didn't like her. Um, <laughs> or him, whatever, back, you're, whatever going, you're into. We're going whatever back to our ex, which was SoundCloud. We're going to give her a try again, see, hey. Could she we, was could loyal. We, could we make this work? A little crazy, but she was loyal. Crazy, but loyal. But Podbean is the hot girl on the beach. Yeah, yeah and Podbean, I mean, that's somebody yeah. that we really like. We have a lot in common with, ChristianMingle.com. And <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> love is, the Love is Blind show. You're going in blind. You don't know what you're doing. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yep. That's, that's pretty much it. I think that was a good analogy. Yeah. What do you do on Christian Mingle? Like, do you... You're a Christian and you mingle. No, I know. But, like, is it like Tinder where you swipe Hello. right and swipe left well, and you, stuff? Okay. Yeah. My what do you do? You bless them? My guess is that they meet on Sundays. <laughs> at church. At a local church. <laughs> well, no, local no, 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 no. They meet on Sundays and they compare guns. Why guns? <laughs> oh, well, you just got guns. deep, man. What the hell, dude? That's, uh, that's, that's the American version. Okay? America. We're talking about Canada America. Here. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, Canadian. It's uh, Canadian. Listen, it's Can- I heard. ChristianMingle.ca. I heard that eHarmony is a very good site for anybody out there who's looking for a, looking for love. a decent person. Usually the pay sites are better. You know, and if you want to fuck around, Ashley, yeah, like Brazzers or something, Ashley Madison. That's that's yeah, that's I mean, if you're that was a quality joke, you guys just completely missed. I'm married. Your joke, I didn't, I I don't pay attention. What's it? AshleyMadison.com. This guy's just completely ignoring me. I'm married, so it was a quality joke. Which one? He said paid sites are the best, and I said, yeah, like Brazzers. Uh, (laughs) What happens there? He's still ignoring me. (laughs) I don't know. I never went on Ashley Madison. That sounds like a Christian mingle site. But Ashley Madison is what? Apparently, it's a, it's a website for married people or attached people to have affairs. Really? Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. Some, some guys, some, some people are making money off that shit. That's crazy. How do you make money the off that? The first thing the person pe- would do, <laughs> your significant other, is she'd go to that website and try and find her profile. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... Hey, Vinny from Calabresi. <laughs> Let's check him out. Done. Yeah. Oh, man. My joke was good, and it <laughs> flew overhead, so I'm disappointed. All right, so again, check us out. You know what to do. Check us out on SoundCloud and Apple. You guys uh, want to Spotify. Spotify. Everything. We're gonna, Stitcher. We're, Stitcher. No, Eventually, we're going we're gonna to be everywhere. Right now, right now, it is Spotify. It is Apple. It is... Finish him. That means we're going over the time here. It All is right. SoundCloud. It is Spotify. It is Apple. We're going to try Google Play. Okay. Yeah. Who do you want to plug? What do you want to plug? Uh, I'm not going to plug anyone. No. This this so week. Where could they find you? Uh, at the real Gibby 05. All right. I'm at the zero five. Sorry. Ch fan nine zero five. And I'm at have a listen. Very active. Lewis is very active. He, he's extremely active. Very I'm at, listen. I'm as active <laughs> on social media as I am in real life. If I needed work. this guy's That's help. Fact. You Try to get a hold here. of this guy. It's a disaster. Yeah. yeah. It's a new job, man. <laughs> it's marriage. The best part is Lewis gets off earlier now, and he's he's MIA. Dude, if I needed this guy's help, he he would not be there for me. I'd have to. No, go actually, if you guys had an Apple phone and called me I through the normal Apple. line, the problem is, is ever since I got an American phone, you guys have been you know out of touch because you can't text me now. You guys, he's he's blaming other people. Well, it's not my fault that I, I went for unlimited everything. I mean, WhatsApp is. You know. WhatsApp is literally for everyone across country texting. I moved it to my main icon, so I'll be better. I hope right. so. Okay. That's all we got, guys. See, See y'all, y'all later. later.
Thank you.